Carlos Ayer's memoir, Waiting for Snow in Havana, won the National Book Award for nonfiction in 2003. Now he's turned his attention to a very different subject, eternity. Ayer started to worry about death when he was a child, growing up in Cuba during an era of public executions, as he told Steve Paulson. I grew up with a lot of violence, even before Fidel Castro took over, the few years before his ouster of Batista. Havana was a very violent place. Not only were the newspapers and magazines filled with pictures of people who had been gunned down in the street, but every night as I went to sleep, just about it seemed, maybe a few nights a week, we'd hear gunshots and and bombs off in the distance. After Fidel Castro took over, the the violence became uh, of a different sort, mass killings, people being shot live on television. I watched all this. I had relatives uh, who were executed. Once we survived um, an aerial bombing during the Bay of Pigs invasion, when my mother entered the room shouting, we're, we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Those are triggers I can remember that you know sort of set me thinking down the path about death. I can see why. <laughs> well, I have to ask, do you still agonize about death? I'm not sure um, I agonize over it. I puzzle over it constantly. It just seems so unfair to me to be alive, whatever that means, to exist, and then suddenly not to exist. That bothers me. I can see getting rid of the body, especially as you get older and the body doesn't respond the way that you were used to it. But I'm always puzzled, really, really genuinely puzzled. And a a couple of reviews of the book that have come out have puzzled me intensely. I can't see how anyone on earth could be happy with thinking that this is it. This is it. And a couple of reviews have actually said that, you know, in in essence, the book um, takes up what is really a very bad idea because we should all be very, very happy with our mortality and the briefness of our lives. And that I can't understand. Hmm. That is interesting because I know there are some people who just... Who just don't get too upset at the prospect of the nothingness out there or the, the nothingness that might come after our lives end, whereas others, you apparently, mm-hmm. are deeply troubled by that. Immensely. It's the ultimate unfairness and injustice, I think, to be conscious and to be aware of the fact that, um, well, there will come a day when you will cease to exist, at least in, in, in this form now. And also watching others disappear who who are part of your life, whom you love, that's very hard to think that that's it, that you'll never see them again. Perhaps that puzzles me more that anyone would be happy with that arrangement than the thought of one's own existence coming to an end. Well, it will take me back to ancient times when these ideas of eternity started getting worked out. I mean, Plato, the great Greek philosopher, was one of the first who had this idea of some eternal realm. What did he think? Well, for Plato, our earthly existence is really a come down from our previous existence and eternity. He doesn't go into how this happened, but we human beings end up being trapped in our bodies here in the material world, which is an inferior state of existence. And in many ways, it's this platonic conception, which in and of itself is based on earlier Greek thought. But it's it's this conception that becomes, in essence...